Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the show all the way from Australia is an extremely talented artist who accompanied me in the first ever panel, live panel, I should say, uh, last year at Keystone Comic Con here in Philadelphia as we presented the art of Street Fighter, along with Udon Entertainment founder Long Vo. Uh, He is here to talk about his work, what he's been up to, and much, much more. Folks, can I give you, can you give me and him a warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey, the Chamba, Cruz, what's going on, my man? G'day. Uh, it's going all right. It's going all right. It's going as good as it can. <laughs> that is the best way you can only say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going as good as it can. By the way, it's midnight over there, so thank you very much for, yeah, you no, know. No, this is, um, <laughs> it's, it's the, the weekend's about to start, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I will allow myself to uh, kind of stay a little, stay a little awake longer than normal. And yeah, I'll sleep in tomorrow, most likely. Much appreciated. Uh, much pre- yeah. It always it always uh, warms my heart to know that some of my favorite people that I'm fans of is actually you know accommodating me. <laughs> oh no, 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 this is this is this this actually works best for me also. Like during the day, and yeah, rock. So I mean, let's get down to it. Uh, you're on the other side of the world. How are you? Your family in uh, Australia in general is holding up with the coronavirus right now and COVID nineteen. Um, well, for uh, a few weeks, uh, honestly, I, I, it could be a few weeks, it could be months, I don't even remember at this point. Um, we were on like a stage four lockdown. Yeah. Because um, I guess they wanted to, like the people in charge wanted to take things a little bit more seriously. So yeah. uh, there was a curfew, but now that's lifted. Uh, the curfew was from like, I think it was like eight to six or something like that, wow. 8 p.m. to six. So uh uh, you know, uh, they limit the people outside, they limit yeah. the people inside, all that type of stuff. But I think it's lifted now, so it's a little bit more lax so that they can get... Because I think during the lockdown, the numbers were dropping. So, yeah. yeah. Cross your fingers on that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the year's still going, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So you're one of the Udon elite is what I like to call. But so, then again, everybody, elite, every, I appreciate it. <laughs> but it, technically speaking, everybody in that company is elite, in my <laughs> opinion. Like, but for those who didn't attend the live panel that uh, I hosted with you guys, can you talk about how you uh, got into Udon Entertainment and, you know, who is famously basically known for working alongside Capcom and mm-hmm. working on some other legendary video games and projects and such? Okay, so... um. I've been with the company since 2007 mm-hmm. at this point. 
So it's quite a couple of years now. Um, yeah. I was introduced to the company via my friend Joe Ng, who also works for the company. Um, mm-hmm. We became mates on like uh, DeviantArt. Like, you know, DeviantArt was a was a website that obviously people posted their artwork and stuff. And yeah. I met a lot of people online through DeviantArt, mm-hmm. like you know, instant messenger and stuff like that. We'd chat. Yeah. We'd like we'd like um, do um, art jams and such like that. And right. uh, I think it was uh, 2006 was the first convention I ever attended. Mm. Uh, and that was San Diego Comic-Con. Of all, so, that was your first con? Jeez. Right, yes, it was my first con. Um, prior to I had that, to work my I, way up to that. Yeah, right, right. That's what a lot of people told me, but I'm like, I never attended a show. Like, I, I didn't actually do much research in regards to um, comic shows in, in Australia, yeah. even. But I was like, okay, I, I want to go. And at that, like, during those years, it was like applying to, you know, actually attend Comic-Con was a lot different than it is now these days yeah where uh i actually applied online and got a ticket that's that's how that's how okay and you got lucky the first time around what the <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm saying but like it was it was a different i feel like it was a very different time you didn't and have like, to go through the computer waiting room and all that stuff <laughs> um, i did a little bit but yeah. um not to the extent that uh that we have know. to go through now i can't yeah, tell you yeah, the yeah, horror yeah. stories i've had with that it, it's just insane. well here, all right here's a question real quick before you continue with that sure San Diego Comic Con was your first con. Yes. Did everything disappoint you from that point on? Down? Um, not really disappoint. It was like I think it was good that I started there because uh, it allowed me to see what what the biggest thing could be. Okay. So that I was prepared mentally that uh, of what what to expect of other shows. Like I knew the other shows weren't going to be as big. Right. So I'm like, okay, it should be fine. Okay, it you you fine. grounded yourself. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely because a lot of people would have came into this as like and would have been snooty and, and bougie about oh, no, no, no. <laughs> again like I, I think uh to be honest like most shows that i do attend uh, is still like eyes wide open type for me like yeah. I, I do enjoy a lot of shows still like because every show is very different right like while shows are different like while shows can be very similar in terms of how they're organized and like depending on the size of it yeah i still really like going to conventions cool you know um so big small they're all they're all a show to me right. um and san diego was you know it was a it was a monster i've, I've never attended any event in general like that ever, right where uh and it was my first i think it was like one of my first uh, yeah it was my first time going to the u.s mm-hmm. also so it was a wow. lot of like first times for me going to that show and um so Attending Comic Con 2006, uh, my my mate Joe knew that I was going to go, and he was like, right. "Dude, why don't you um, drop by the Udon booth and mm-hmm. uh, bring some work?" Because he know he you know, like he knew that I was a fan of like Udon and and yeah. Capcom in general. So right. he was like, "Bring some of your work, and you know, since you're going to show it around anyways, because mm-hmm. that was my goal. I was going to try and like." show us stuff and like i i had no idea how doing a whole work. portfolio uh yeah but yeah. like even then i didn't really know what to you know pack in my portfolio yeah. you know it was like oh, it was just a folder of drawings <laughs> um so i brought some work um i i got to hang out with uh joe for the first time you know mm. meeting in person yeah. but obviously we'd, we'd spoken online oftentimes that it's like oh yeah it's mm. like meeting him in person is not it's nothing new at that point, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so he was like, yeah, show the editor and stuff. So I showed him my work and they were like, yeah, uh, we'd want to see more more Capcom stuff if possible. So I was like, of course, like, I love Capcom. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, 
It's easy. That's right. that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that for sure. Um, and they go, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in contact at that point. So I was like, all right, sure. So um, uh, I kept drawing, you know, obviously some Street Fighter Capcom stuff. And I got I received an email. I think it was a, a month or two after that yeah. saying uh, we've got some like small little jobs like card art. Yeah. That you want to we want to test you on. So I was like work is work at that point i was like i wasn't really doing much within the industry that i wanted to get into I, I was just drawing commissions and whatnot right and um you know just seeing what i could do and from there they were like uh, i did some work for them like little jobs and then they were like are you going to come back to comic-con next year i was like i want to go back every year at this point <laughs> you know what i mean like this is going to be annual like this this you know trip to the u.s is going to be annual regardless. that's awesome <laughs> so uh they were like yeah come by next year and you know just hang out behind the table if you want you know get familiar with us mm-hmm. so the next year i did that it was awesome it was like oh it's i, I got to experience comic-con back-to-back but two different ways yeah one one was like a fan a complete fan with just you know everything is brand new mm-hmm. the second time it was a little different, obviously, because I got to see how things work behind the booth as well. Right. Um, but obviously, I still wandered around like a fan. I'm always going to be a fan, regardless. Uh, <laughs> and from there, they were like, we were just talking about work. And yeah, I got more jobs from there. So they were mm-hmm. like, yeah, would you want to officially be part of us? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, come on. What did you think like- I came all this way for? <laughs> oh, honestly, that wasn't besides really the Capcom like, booth. Um, <laughs> honestly, like going there just to hang out with them. Yeah. To me, that was already like being asked dope. to be in the back, be, behind. Yeah, the, just, the, just to hang yeah. out was like this is dope. Yeah, you know? like um, yeah, because you're officially if, like if, VIP at this point. <laughs> pretty much, like if nothing came of it, that was already like that was an awesome Comic Con experience. Mm-hmm. That you know, I can't buy that kind of experience at all. Right. So that was 2007, and then from there, I was just. You know, I they, they trusted me with more work because obviously, uh, I you know I, I maybe I guess I proved myself. And you met the criteria of their style too. I'll Basically, yeah. Like I already fit. I, I I feel that I fit that criteria already because we had the same interests in regards to yeah who I you know who inspired us and who our influences were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I was driven enough to to get like I don't really have I didn't really have bigger goals outside of that to me like drawing street fighter is kind of ridiculous you know at that point like that's nothing that i would have even considered right to be something that could happen at one point right so to even achieve like everyone's like everyone has different goals like speak to other artists and they're like you know they want to work for marvel they want to do dc stuff they want to do their own stuff like sure those are amazing goals but Mm -hmm. that's why it's like you can't really if your goal is to make comics for this then you're going for it, you know what I mean? So yeah. just to, to achieve that was already pretty awesome to me. So yeah, yeah. And, and it's from funny, there, I just got more work. Yep. It's funny too because uh, I I was there. I think I it, that Udon booth and Capcom booth were my main things when I went to San Diego Comic Con the two times that I went. And uh, it's funny that how things work and how you know you say you talk about you getting that opportunity. I've been wanting to talk to you guys for so long. And how this worked, and kudos to Reed Pop and, and Keystone for making that happen because I, I thought, what is it, uh, 2014 and 2017 I went. 2014, I believe, is when I went to the Udon booth and I met Longvo. And he, I, funny thing, too, I actually got the, uh, you know, that 30 pound, you know, illustration book that you guys have worked on. 
it's about it's it's a I have it over in my office. I should have okay. just dragged it over before we started this. But it, it okay. has all the illustrations that you guys have worked on. It is like the oh, artist yeah, yeah. Street Fighter. Out of Capcom. Yes. Is it that one? Or yes. is it the Art of Street Fighter? It's, it's no, it's a Capcom one because it okay. just has a whole bunch of different uh, okay, yeah. illustrations by Art of Capcom. Correct. Yes, it's the Art of Capcom. It's really thick and heavy. Mm-hmm. And he uh, actually drew uh, Ryu. On nice. the okay. yeah, and the uh, on one of the pages, I meant to bring. I had it with me when we were in Keystone, by the way, <laughs> okay. and I never showed it because I actually wanted you to do a uh, a piece on the other side. Since, the other side and I, right. But everything was happening so much, and I was yeah, like overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm like, son of a. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. It happens but all the time. honestly, it's just weird because like I went there in 2014 and 2017, and uh, you know, to the booths, and I saw you guys, and I'm like, one of these days, I got to get them on the show. Lo and behold, I work with uh, Keystone and and Repop and we you know our partnership together and everything and all of a sudden you guys pop up in philly and i'm like (laughs) what are the chances so you know shout out to my man eddie he helped me hook that up and that's how we end up with the uh with the connection and i just love it because i'm really big fans of you guys i'm really big fans of the artwork i'm really big fans of capcom and street fighter and just and, and part of what made capcom so great is the art and oh, I, absolutely. It is, I, I it is all about, it, like, ever since Street Fighter 2, they start this this uh, tradition of just creating mm-hmm. beautiful illustrations, which is mm-hmm. almost like a narration in itself towards the character oh, yeah. development and everything. And you guys do a bang-up job, and in your case, it, it's Thank just, it's, it's, it's electrifying. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. I mean, like, to me, any chance that I get to draw those characters, even just as a fan or at a professional capacity is yeah. always just I'm getting paid to do this is this is amazing like this is actually mm-hmm. a job now this yeah. is ridiculous like I can't <laughs> I, I never I never take that lightly yeah absolutely yeah. was that the first time you guys been in Philly when you first, came? yes correct um we got contacted last year because I, I think um I forget which show I was speaking we were speaking to them maybe mm-hmm. it was one of the it was one of the it was definitely one of the ones organized by read obviously um but yeah we were talking via email we're like uh because i'm I'm usually like i'm I'm really in the u.s in general Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm there for like a few months you know in periods of time yeah and i was like i'm gonna still be here during that time it's like oh we've got a show in philly do Mm -hmm. you want to try i was like i want to try philly cheesesteak yes (laughs) uh boys to men came from there yeah of course I was the, the whole time I was there. Boys to Men was playing in my head. That I'm is like, awesome. Of course, of course. It's like this is where this is where they came from. Of course, I want to go there. I want to eat Philly cheesesteak every day that I'm there. Is it unhealthy? Absolutely. But I'm. When else am I going to be there? That's the thing. Right. So, I need to experience that. So I was like, yeah, and I want to try a show that I've never really done before. I, I'm yeah. always down for that. That's awesome. So, yeah. I you know it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm gonna segue right into that. Was that the first? I got you a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Prior to that, was that the first and last time you actually had one? Uh, which day did you get it for me? It was right at. Remember, right after we did the panel. That was the second last. That was a. <laughs> had nice. one again on the airport. Ill, really? Yeah, it was fine. Oh no, no. Fine. Technically speaking, you had the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no yeah no, no I had one uh I had several I had one every day like I said I had one every day um I had one at different places but yeah. the one in the airport was fine like what was, was like, the best it's, one it's... what was the best one that you had Ooh. do you remember 
Your one was the one that you got. When I got, and for those who don't know, I got mine from Reading Terminal, so that should you know ease people's minds right yeah, there. I, I, that's I one of the good terminal, places I, to get I, it. I went there several times to get a few, so that's mm. why I don't really like inside that terminal as well. There was a few of those, but <laughs> your one was good. I think it's because um, it wasn't. It had the right amount of everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Reading Terminal. Sometimes- uh, they, there's a there's a really a really good steak place in Reading Terminal where like they 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 put they put their hearts in it. Now, if we I think really I have gone there several times, to- I think I may have gone there like twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, if we really hung out, I would have took you to some really hot spots like Iskabibble and in and, and a few other places further down. Like <sighs> that. Oh, I- oh, you would have been done. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, if if you know we get past this uh, COVID thing and yeah. this happened again, this is a done deal, no doubt. Because yeah. it I, happens again anytime soon, I gotta make it happen. Because it was, fa- oh, I'm glad I got to you know to actually try it out this yeah. time. And if that was the only time, then I'm glad I still. You know, I will I, look if look. I will make it a point. Like I will be your cheesesteak liaison <laughs> <laughs> to make this yeah, happen. Yeah, it's good stuff. Because yeah, we got some good yeah. spots, but also. Well, people don't know also, or even if, if they did attend and when they're watching this, I am wearing an actual authentic shirt that was gifted <laughs> to me by both Longvo and Chamba. And is actually, you'll see uh, actual uh, pics of this right now mm-hmm. uh, that has been illustrated by both of them. And I thought this was the perfect thing to do because both days that I were doing panels at uh, Keystone, I wanted to wear something that com- uh, commemorated the event mm-hmm. and it was relevant to the event and i you know i shout out to you guys i'm like you know i wanted to buy one of your uh udon shirts i can't find one in there and you guys looked out for right. me big time and yeah, popped up man. this shirt couldn't have been better and it was awesome and uh it just i think after this interview i'm probably gonna retire it <laughs> <laughs> That's and, fine. That's and, fine. and frame it at this point because i've only worn it i think this may be the third time i've actually worn this shirt because i don't want to ruin it <laughs> i think I, I i'm sure i have that shirt as well because i know most of the stuff that we've worked on we tend to like at least get a copy of yeah. just just to keep for ourselves yeah and i do i think i do have that shirt somewhere in my closet I, yeah I, it, I mean it's I don't, awesome. wear, I don't wear it very often though. yeah it, it's it's a it's a limited edition too so i mean that's the other thing and it, it uh basically is the ultra uh street fighter uh game which i have on uh uh, on the Nintendo Switch as well, and you know, you guys killed. It. I also got the commemorative cards that are, that those are framed. Nice, nice <laughs> of nice. Uh, those ones, yeah, those ones are hard. Yeah, of Evil Ryu and uh, Violent uh, Ken. Did you work nice, on that nice. uh, that one? No, those, I think those were just all, all the cards are long. Okay, yeah, I mean, long, yes. I mean, you guys together are vicious as hell. I mean, like, <laughs> it. It it's is fun. Like, I I like collaborating with with uh, the other artists on Udon. It's always it's it's not often that we get to collaborate for actual like um in within the comics yeah for example but there's all there's been a handful of projects within recent years that i've managed to collaborate with a couple of them and it's really fun mm-hmm. it's really fun because it's like it's a mesh of styles but it's not like it's not one over the other yeah it's, it really is it's, it's a it, and that's why i felt because i you know i follow yeah. you guys on instagram a lot and you guys post a lot of your mm-hmm. work there and i'll mention this again but um you know, it, it's it, you can see the synergy yeah. that you guys have, and it's not it doesn't clash; it assimilates, mm. and that's what I, that's the beauty of what I love when you guys you know do that. Um, obviously, you you know you guys miss having you know going to conventions and everything, but do you consider this actually a good break for you in this venture where you could do other projects, or is like you really miss going to uh, conventions? Um, honestly, like one of the primary things that I really miss about conventions in general is 
to get to hang out with a lot of my mm-hmm. friends overseas and like it's a work vacation to the to an extent yeah but it's mainly a vacation when i go overseas like mm-hmm. while here at home i do work yeah. when work comes uh has a work uh you know died down to an extent sure i mean, I mean it's died down for a lot of people yeah in regards to work so but I figured that was normal. But I'm definitely keeping myself busy and, and drawing and stuff still. So yeah, that's not really. Oh, that's obvious. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anybody, that's if anybody's them, followed him on Instagram, it's it's pretty obvious. You guys are yeah, keeping I, busy. Yeah, I try to draw daily. That's kind of the goal. If I don't, I feel weird in general. Yeah. Like I feel like I wasted a day. Yeah. Even you know a quick thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, I miss I miss hanging out with them a mm-hmm. lot in general um and the conventions is fun like i miss just wandering around a convention floor yeah you know look, looking for stuff like finding things that i'd never seen before things that i've always wanted yeah picking up stuff and then like having to think about how i'm going to bring this back home yeah you know because it's like oh i got so much stuff now my luggage weighs so much so yeah <laughs> I, I, I miss i miss travel i miss travel a lot basically yeah. i hear you yeah. i hear you yeah. so i mean like you did we just talked about you guys working constantly like doing between doing your own work on on uh, instagram and and deviant art mm-hmm. and stuff like that but and doing commissions and stuff is you know to almost to a point that it feels like it's therapeutic to you guys is it is this is this more like a muse to you or is just like or, or some form of tranquility when you uh sketch especially during um, it is like i mean i know a lot of um it's so different for for a lot of people um yeah. for me specifically it's it's it sucks. It's weird and sucks to say, but it somewhat feels normal. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I work from home anyways. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and while I'm in Australia, I really do go out. Mm-hmm. You know, I hang out with mates. So that's one of the things that uh that has been you know taken away has from dwindled yeah. down. You know, um to an extent where it's like it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But um, other than that, I still speak to my mates online overseas yeah that still happens um i still draw i still i still get work when i when work comes yeah um so it it doesn't feel like the only real difference that i'm feeling is the fact that i i right like right now i would be overseas or during san diego comic-con i would have been there yeah you know what I mean? right so there were like periods of time where i'm like oh this is the first time i've been here in australia at this at these months mm-hmm. for the past several years like normally this time i'm overseas so that was real that was mainly the big difference yeah but in regards to like being at home and and working and stuff there's really i I don't i honestly don't feel much of a yeah i feel bad because yeah i feel the same way like i I do i design at home i do this show i you know do like uh you know project work myself and Mm -hmm. it's it's just it it really didn't change from a standpoint in, except for the fact i'm wearing a mask when i go outside yeah but even then i'm like that doesn't bother me because we're in this we're in this world we're in this uh industry and universe where we kind of play play on this you know wearing a mask anyway <laughs> right like i i was like okay we have to wear a mask i'll just design some masks as well you know, Which, by I'm the way, just... we'll talk about that very shortly. Because, uh, okay. yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the hell out of you with that one. <laughs> I appreciate. It. Yeah, I saw stuff. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna take you back a bit. I'm gonna take you. Back. I'm gonna see how your memory works here. Do you remember the person who recognized your your talent, like j- dating back to when you were a kid? Mm, I mean, my my parents, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think. 
like they didn't really discourage me from from drawing thankfully mm-hmm. um being an asian background you know they do they do say uh school 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 school's important you right. know get an education first mm-hmm. um whatever it is it's like just get an education you yeah. know do do well in school uh and all that type of stuff but they 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 knew that they weren't going to stop me from drawing like uh it wasn't they knew that it was the thing that i enjoyed the most i mean right. i think i have memories of like when i was four four five where i was wow. just like they would give me like reams of those old computer paper i'm not sure if you remember those oh god no i do with the uh, little uh detachable a lot of people like a lot of kids hearing this won't know what we're talking about yeah no um, I, I we're aging ourselves right now mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine because i was a kid then so there's no way a lot of people would realize but yeah they would give me <laughs> heaps of those because you know they were cheap they were whatever and just a couple of ballpoint pens and, and stacks just, yeah, and just let me go to town and i used to I, I have actual memories of like um buying those um buying transformers back in mm-hmm. the day and at the back of the box at the back of the actual like card you would see a bunch of the other characters and i would just draw them i would I'm just there with you i did i used to do the exact same thing <laughs> transformers tmnt dinosaurs mm-hmm. those are the things that i'd love drawing Yes. Uh, Thundercats every now and then. I think I think me and a couple of like um, uh, me and my older brother and f- some family friends, we all were interested in drawing. So mm-hmm. we'd actually make up our own characters then. Like at, back then, I didn't know about like, oh, yeah, making up new, making up your own characters. What the hell is that? You know, but I was just <laughs> like, this is cool. Let's mm-hmm. no idea. But that's that's like early stages. So yeah. and like, yeah, teachers um, like even in primary school. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, it's, it's weird now, but like, uh, they would allow me to, to, to do certain projects where I would just illustrate a majority of the things and I would, I would get good grades because it's like, oh, he's doing research, but beyond just the research, he's presenting it in a way that is not just written. Like, obviously there's written parts, but he's yeah. drawing it as opposed to just. They're witnessing a prodigy in their, in the making. <laughs> yeah, not really a prodigy. It was honestly <laughs> like. I, I have like um i don't know you're, you're that young and and, and and i'm glad you said that too because that's when I, I i took somebody took notice of me it was in second grade and i started doing like still life of just normal fruit and i don't i don't remember if it was still life just basic based on a perspective of of what i was seeing or was it actually that's the only thing i don't remember was it but i remember it doing apple orange banana and it was accurate to the eye of the person that was seen, which was my second grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Lane. I don't even know if she's around anymore, but thank her for because that started my way. But it, it, I, I was, it was wondering, it's like, you know, I always wonder about artists is like, who is always somebody who recognizes your talent and it kind of ignites it in a sense. And, I, you know, in this case, it sounds like it, it was in the same road. Uh, it was definitely my parents. Like, if anything, mm-hmm. my parents didn't, didn't tell me, you know, to stop. Yeah. They, they saw that, oh, he enjoys this and it's not hurting anybody. And mm-hmm. I, maybe he's good. I don't know. As parents, <laughs> they, they don't really like, you know, parents hold you at such a high regard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, even if you're not very good, they'll still say, you know. That's why good, I, I don't, I, it, no, no, no disrespect right. to my mother, you know, God bless her soul. But like, <laughs> I can't give her too much of the credit because, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, like, just like you said, it's like, yeah, they love us unconditionally. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, if somebody so, on the outside says the same it's, it's thing, it's like, oh. It's definitely teachers and stuff. But even then, it's like, you know, there were other, you know, other classmates and, and stuff back then used to draw. And it's just always a thing. So. Yeah. 
I, so, I, th I think teachers, if anything. Right. So, uh, and it's, as far as uh, influence mm. and, and, and such and, and inspiration, who do you credit in terms of your art style and uh, your craftsmanship? Ooh, um, see, it was, I, I wouldn't say it's very specific in regards to a specific person. Yeah. Uh, throughout, you know, um, growing and, and always drawing, Mm -hmm. different things would always inspire me mm -hmm. um and you know would, would constantly inspire me like uh obviously i was big on cartoons yeah. growing up big on the things that i mentioned transformers mm -hmm. tmnt uh thundercats dinosaurs and all that type of yeah. stuff but then like i think early on i'd seen like um like samurai pizza cats <laughs> yeah uh Tekka man and oh, like yes things where i'm like oh this is cartoon but it doesn't look like those cartoons it doesn't look like other cartoons that i'd seen there's so an eye like, there's an eye for design within each one of them yeah like they look specific they don't look like uh ghostbusters yes you know they look like what the heck is this like there's a certain significance that like draws you in and i remember like Absolutely. i did the same thing i did the same thing with turtles too and and in transformers like especially transformers because i think that's i i credit as far as as far as that i credit um what can I say? Uh, the whoever created the Autobot and Decepticon symbol for me being mm. a logo designer. Oh, those logos are fantastic. They're the best because they in, they embody wisdom. The characters exactly who they're supposed to represent. Exactly. They they're they're the total embodiment of sage and wisdom. And the other one is like deviousness mm -hmm. and, and and treachery and evil. It's and so good. It is so and, and they're simplistic and and symmetrical at that. And mm -hmm. it's just I love that. And and then you got these robots who are just beautifully designed, you know, geometrically designed, if right, you will. Right, right. And it just it, it drew me in. It's like a puzzle to even try to do a Autobot or Decepticon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I would say one of the first things that got me going, like, that got me thinking, this is so good, is the introduction to Thundercats. The yes. intro. Like, yes. even to this day, I still watch and I'm like, it, it, it doesn't age. Best animation. It doesn't, yeah, it, it's still <laughs> some of the best. And obviously, like, years later, you find out, oh, yeah, it's, it was, the reason why that looked so good compared to the show is because that was animated in Japan by the studio yeah. and and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Or, it's like, or, or why the first four episodes of TMNT, the, cart the original cartoon, looked so good. Uh, it's because it was animated this. So I'm like, yes. oh, okay, that, that's, it makes so much sense. I'm glad you pointed that out, too, because nobody, everybody forgets the first four episodes of that. And it was just beautiful, like the, the shadowing, the, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the thin line, you know, mm -hmm. outlines of it. It was just so beautifully done. And then you go well, past. I mean, it was made as four episodes because it was like uh, an intro slash movie. It's almost yeah. like. Uh, a one and done. Yes, it, it kind of reminded me. It kind of reminded me of how Jim Lee would draw you into comics, in a oh, way, yeah. in a way, Jim but Lee in a way he would do the first few episodes and then pull himself out, and then you you're thinking mm -hmm. that his variant covers is going to have all of his work in there, and then somebody else is in it. <laughs> no disrespect to the other artists or anything. Oh no, no but no. it's like you're you're drawn I'm, into. I'm the, I'm the same with comics, man. <laughs> I mean, like obviously, comics is my number one love. Mm -hmm. Always will be. Kind of sucks in a way that it is, but it it is. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, but yeah, like you'd see the cover and you're like, sick. You look inside, you're like, oh, oh that's, that's not what I wanted. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to see this cover should represent what's inside the book. Right. At least for me, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm like, the cover is not really, doesn't represent the book as well as it should. Yeah. You know? But that's, it, it's all taste at that point. In one word, give a description of your art style. Energy. I like that. 
I, I say electrifying, but <laughs> that's, oh, that, it, it all plays into the, that's it's very it's synonymous <laughs> in this yeah. case. Um, there's, I mean, like I wouldn't say all my work does, but if we're gonna, uh, you know, put it into a ball and then go, oh yeah, what's the what's a primary thing? I would say, yeah. I guess energy. I've seen you take it easy, but I've seen you go Omega level as well with your work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've I've made to would say it's like, I think early on I would most things that I would do would be balls to the wall yeah but i'm like yeah that was me just trying to get all this energy out Mm -hmm. obviously as i get older i'm like not everything needs to be that all the time you know slow moments make those bigger moments feel even bigger uh if i really wanted to go in on something i'm gonna go in on it yeah sometimes i'm like yeah it doesn't need to you don't you don't need to (laughs) applying work they don't always ask for that Right, right. So, you know, it's different when it's a personal piece mm-hmm. as opposed to a client work. That's what people need to remember sometimes as well. Right. So. When when you uh, when you draw and illustrate for Udon, is especially when doing Street Fighter, do you have mm-hmm. how much creative control do you have as far as what the panels go in accordance to the storytelling and the writing and such? Um, good question. Um, if you speak to different artists at Udon regarding comic pages yeah obviously everyone will have a different thing to say i Mm -hmm. like to i will interpret what the script says but i will follow the script Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like that's why sometimes i would even you know uh talk to the editor and go why is there more panels than necessary here Mm -hmm. like they're trying to do too much for the page and it's not going to make the flow of the page well yeah so that's why at that point i would end up doing like uh in a few of the issues that I did, I would do like shadow effects mm-hmm. instead of like, oh yeah, each each move is represented in a panel. I'll just have one larger panel where yeah. they'll show the move within the panel, and I'm like, it's so it's, it's almost animated in a sense. But yes, I'm like, it's more work for me, but it's like I, at least that way I'll represent what the script asked for while at least making it more interesting for myself. But I think that's what I love about you guys because. Um... You know, I I read comics, too, and I've read comics in the past, but when it comes to your work and Long's work and the other guys, it's movement. It, you know, I, there's 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 comics that has panels that has representation of stillness, but also mm-hmm. action. But there is a, a form of movement in your in your pieces and in your in your panels that it just feels like it is going in motion, even though, you know, it's not because you have blur right. effects and you add on. Oh, this. yeah. Like. And in your case, I, I, I think you've mastered. I think you've actually mastered the art of lighting and shadowing, and and tones with yours. I mean, you have these really saturated and vibrant tone, uh, you know, colors that you add on here. But you also have these really subtle shadows that really just pops out, and hmm. it just creates a movement when I watch it. And I'm not even like I'm not even high. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. I think it's like uh, as a big fan of uh, animation, mm-hmm. I. My my thing is I, I love to try and depict movement in stills or, or like um like when I did uh Random Views my book Random Views for Udon mm-hmm. um that was a creator owned book um I got to explore a style that I wouldn't that I never drew Street Fighter in yeah something that I wanted to do for myself just purely myself mm-hmm. um and in that book I wanted to basically make it feel like panels or like still frames yes where it's like it's it's in the within the moment of the movement, mm-hmm. but not to the point where it's like the in between, but more like 
just the specific shots. Right. So, yeah. I, I do like to try and cap try and capture <laughs> movement. That's the goal. So we're going to segue into that because that was one of my other questions about oh, your, your uh, titles, uh, Random Views. Beautiful book, beautiful uh, title. You. For those who have not read it, can you tell us more about that? Um, it's just a silly story where a guy goes into another universe through a toilet. Um, he ends up working as a, as a courier. Mm-hmm. And he just delivers packages with the uh, with this team of um, people that he's met. By people, it's not necessarily people, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty evident in the show and it's uh, in, in the book. And it's just just little adventures, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, it's just something silly, something right. where I can pretty much just do whatever I really feel like drawing. I don't know. I get I get like I don't know if you, how much anime you've watched, but I get this proton vibe from it, where uh, it's just I, a I lot of anime. wacky you know wackiness going on and over the top humor and stuff like that it's pretty cool it's just it's it's like something for it's it's just nothing to be taken seriously it's just a silly story about Mm -hmm. adventures that these few uh few delivery people have right basically yeah (laughs) so uh, jeff definitely thank you for being on the show i got a couple more questions but awesome to have you on the show and in this late at night and again thank you again for that no this is actually good um this is actually not too late i think i'm gonna probably draw after this but yeah yeah a little bit more man of my own heart (laughs) so we talked about your uh, mask. I want to talk about your uh, whole lot, your whole entire like T-shirt line at oh. redbubble.com. I mean, like right. which includes, you know, iconic based shirts from like Battletoads, Earthworm uh, Jim, Star Fox, Bucky, uh, Bucky O'Hare, for God's sake. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, many, many more, as well as a Random Views shirt that I that took to my heart, as you had a special New Japan Pro Wrestling theme to it, which oh, I, yeah. I believe I will be uh, contributing to. <laughs> I saw that shirt, I'm, and I'm like, I'm a big New Japan fan. I, look, who's what's not to like? <laughs> I don't know. The G1's you, going on right now. I was about now. to ask you that. Are you watching G1? Yeah, of course I am. Of course I am. I, it, it, all right, real quick, before we get back to the, to the t-shirt line, real quick, um, your thoughts on that real quick between this year's to last year's, especially G1? with the new COVID uh, era of G1. What do you think? I, I think they're handling this really well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, all right, because I, I watch other wrestling promotions too. Yeah. Um, and... I like G1 because there is still audience participation. Whether it's whether it's definitely smaller than it was, mm-hmm. they're still present, and that really even though they can't clap or so anything, which is more. which is sad, or they can't boo or anything. That's the but, rules. But, are... they, but they do. They still do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I'm not sure if you watched yesterday's one. Was that the but... Jay White and uh and uh versus Elspray? Uh, it was. No, no, no. That was the day before. This, uh, the main event yesterday was Sonata versus um, Naito. Ooh, was the main event. Yeah, it was fantastic. But like, <laughs> um, this is like, you know, this is New Japan talk right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, every once in a while in my interviews, sometimes pro wrestling pops up. It just, it is what it is. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a big pro nope. wrestling fan of that one. But yeah, like, there's something, um, there's something about the way New Japan still presents itself. Like, it still feels like New Japan as opposed to like, like. WWE has to had to change so much. Yeah. During this period where yeah. uh same as AEW. Like a lot but of AEW is doing a tremendous world how they handle They're doing it. a great job, yeah. but the thing is they didn't really have anything majorly established prior to that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like 
WWE has it's they've been so long running that you expect something you expect a specific kind of product and now you're getting something not the same because of the current period of time that we're living. Yeah, that's Whereas why I denounced myself from WWE a long time ago. <laughs> Likewise, it's 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 a little harder. But yeah, um Whereas New Japan, it's definitely they've adapted to the point where it still feels very much New Japan. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm. It doesn't really feel like anything's changed personally. But they've, I, yeah. I commend them on being cautious during the times and how they handled oh, yeah. everything really well, and they weren't moving until there was an absolute purpose Absolutely. and they cared about the fans i really appreciate that AEW to that extent too mm-hmm. um they've been doing really well with that too and they really care they really showed that they cared you know oh, yeah, yeah. it was Absolutely. fan first and that's what i support right there but yeah, yeah. you have that t-shirt and i'm eyeing the hell out of the t-shirt so do expect a, uh, that's that's coming that's <laughs> cool, I, I, I will make sure that. i will have that in my sent to see, me see, immediately red, red bubble is weird because i'll just throw whatever there yeah. like I, I i know a few of the designs i wouldn't normally put on shirts uh, a lot of the fan art type of stuff I wouldn't put on shirts. A lot of the mashups I'll have because they're just mashups anyways. But yeah. a lot of the fan art stuff I wouldn't normally put. But usually, like somebody would ask, like, "Can I get that on the shirts?" So I was like, "Yeah, I'll just quickly throw it on, hmm. so you can grab it, and then I'm gonna take it back down." Mm-hmm. So just because I, yeah, you know, I don't want to have it all, you know, constantly there. Trust me, I get it. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but a lot of like a lot of the mashup stuff I will just keep there because I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just a mixture of random stuff anyways but it's, it but it's some it, it's extremely beautiful like i said it, it matches to the nature of how you you know you work it, it's very vibrant as it's it, you know it's i've ha- i have a lot of t-shirts and as, as you <laughs> know i think i have too many <laughs> yeah i know i know i know my, my wife is probably wait, i'm waiting for her to say the same thing too yeah, there yeah. is it's an, it's getting to the point where it's just like it's overflowing in my drawer <laughs> i've got so many and i'm only wearing like maybe a handful and i'm like what am i doing like it's like oh i wear that when i go it's like but you can't go out anymore. right not, not not now anyways i'm like yeah i guess i should just wear. i'm making up for lost times of cons i didn't i couldn't attend yeah yeah <laughs> but no i mean like they, they're they're just so bright and vibrant and such like that how do you um decide what you're gonna make as a t-shirt um something that i want to wear ah so this That's is fully like, about your, we're, we're wearing oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a sense, it's like um, a lot of the times, like there's a couple of shirts that I haven't made on Red Bull because they don't allow the uh, the all print type stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I get I get those. Like I've, I think I may have worn one, yeah. one or two when I was in in the Philly show uh, mm-hmm. where it's like the button up shirt, but it was like all over print of my right. own designs. And I'm like, once I saw that, I was like, yeah. Because most of the time, it's like, I'm just going to wear stuff that I've created. Because I can like, and and as soon as I discovered that you know, Redbubble, like this is years ago. Like once I discovered that there are websites like Redbubble, yeah, that you would like, oh yeah, you can place your own design on a shirt. I'm like, what? <laughs> you mean I could? You mean that's something that I can get delivered here and I can wear? I was right. like, absolutely. So most that's why most of the stuff there is stuff that I would just want to have for myself. And it's right. like if somebody else wants it, it's there. Yeah. But, I'm putting it up there for me because <laughs> there and it's an avenue for me to get stuff for myself. Right. And that's just, yeah. If, if somebody else wants it, how about it? We're pretty much raiding your closet. <laughs> pretty much. I'm just like making it available for other people to, to grab stuff that I want for myself anyway. So. Right. Now I highly, re- I highly recommend everybody going out of their way to check out that sure. site. It, it's redbubble.com. It is. And look under for, uh, what it, how do you find it in there? I think it's just the charm. Just type in Chamba or mm-hmm. the Chamba. 
Yeah. Or you could go to DeviantArt, his Devi- your DeviantArt page, and you have the link uh, there. Inst- actually, hit up my Instagram. Yeah, DeviantArt should have a link. Instagram, mm-hmm. I'll, I have a link. I have a link one there too, and it's got mm-hmm. all of them. Like Linktree, I think it was Linktree. Yeah, the Linktree has everything on it. So. Yeah. God bless Linktree. I love it. I, I, love I, when, it. I when I when I discovered that, I was like, finally. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I got it. so I'm many. Like, oh. I have so many outlets. Yeah, because I have it on my on my Instagram page too, and I have so many mm-hmm. outlets where you can listen to the show, you know, in all the formats. And I'm like, how do I get all this at once? Because everybody has a different their favorite format that they can For listen sure. to. And I, I now mm-hmm. I'm with like so many different you know um, media platforms for the show. It's like, how do I grab that in one so make it easier for everybody to do it? And Linktree, God bless you. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, this this saves it all. It's like it's all there. I mm-hmm. mean, to be honest though, some people are still like feel that that's too much effort. And I'm like, come on, it's a link. <laughs> See, this like, is the generation easy. that we live in now. This gets fun. It really is. And I'm like, are you serious? It's like you're made of spoon feet. Ah, whatever. This is why whatever. this is why I'm really worried, but I want people to vote, but I need you to have more energy enough to do the I know. It's the, like how can you not like you have to care, right? Yes. <laughs> you gotta care. It's like, oh, you say it's not gonna affect, it doesn't affect you. Oh, are you silly? it's gonna affect you it's gonna affect us hard so please if it's not gonna affect you personally it'll affect everything around you in which sense it will affect you feels like it affected everybody around the world for some reason i don't know why because i mean but that's it just goes to show it's like um everything is connected in that way Mm -hmm. like while it while i am from a different country Mm -hmm. the actions that other countries do will affect countries as well i've talked it's 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 a it's a ripple. Effect. Absolutely, so, absolutely. I, I've I spoken with um, a gentleman who uh, the guy the gentleman who put together Streets of Rage Four. Uh, oh yes, yes. He's in Paris. His name is Ben uh, Fiquet, and I just when we were talking about his how COVID is affecting him in Paris and everything, it was like I, something about it was like I feel. I need to be apologetic for some reason. Be that. <laughs> I feel like everything just, you know, they claim that it's in a particular other country that I will not mention mm, because mm, I, mm. I don't want to hear it. But um, I just, for some reason, I feel like the events here has spread out everywhere. Well, I mean, it's going to spread. I know like everyone, you know, doesn't want to take the blame for it or, mm. or they'll point fingers. And I'm just like, if you, if people just own up and just realize i don't know it's it seems like it's it's such okay an easy to it's okay well. to make a mistake it's okay that's as long as you're willing like, to as long as you're willing to own up to it and, and work on it that's fine work on it own up to it uh just and moving forward don't make it again try not to at least at least put the effort in not <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. What I can I say? Is, I don't know. People, people. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, what's um, next for you guys? Do you have any plans? You know, or have you guys? You know, as far as you yourself, Udon Entertainment, have you guys planned on what the possibilities of 2021 may be, or whatever? Um, I know Udon has been focused. I mean, Udon's focus is still on like a lot of art books and mm-hmm. such. Which thankfully um, you guys can, I guess, can do in-house and whatever. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that Udon are doing can be done from home. Like yeah. I know they've done, they've launched the pins, which used to be just convention exclusive type stuff, yeah. but now they're making it available online, which is actually quite good. Um, and they're looking pretty good. Like no, no bias, even though you know <laughs> I, I did draw some of them, but my mates drew some and they're really dope too. And plus, yeah. it's like they're cool looking. That's the thing as well. Um, uh, there's a couple of art books that. I've not been announced that I am very much looking forward to own mm-hmm. myself. 
Um, can't say I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, and I think in regards to like future projects, I think um, like I think it was a few months ago we tried to launch the volume two of um, Random Views. Mm-hmm. It's not good timing. <laughs> it was when uh, it was I think at the start of when COVID really yeah hit, and it was like yeah. No go. So I think we we're gonna try again properly, with better. <laughs> we're gonna organize it better and launch that. I think uh, yeah. sometime next year, awesome. most likely. Well, but yeah, that project's done. So. Well, my friend, thank you so very much for being on the show. And you know, yeah. I I really and again, I, I got to give thanks to Reed Pop and and uh, all of the crew there because we would never oh, have been ever had the chance to meet. You wouldn't have had the your first, technically speaking, first Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first several. Yeah, technical. I mean, like there are places within America, obviously, that sell that says, "Oh, we sell cheesesteaks." Yeah. And I was like, sure, I've tried them, and I'm like, yeah, they're great. But I wanted to try. An official and authentic one. Philly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's like they say it's called a Philly cheesesteak, so I want to try this Philly cheesesteak in Philly. Almost didn't leave out of Philly, did you? <laughs> oh, trust me. If, if there was a way that I could like contraband it, <laughs> wrap a couple of yeah, like, just wrap a couple of them like in foil and just keep it, keep it in a fridge, maybe. right? Re- like like a wedding cake. Something oh. <laughs> for like a year later. For real though, if they really, if they legit was a service that I can order food internationally and have it delivered, I promise I would pay. <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like I know, I know this COVID's been really terrible, um, but I'm glad. Like I'm super thankful for all the services that are still available, like delivery. Absolutely. Uh, if not for them, like. That's why it doesn't really feel too different. From well, definitely technology in general, in a sense that, like, I, I mean, think about. I, I tell this all the time. Like, think about what would happen if this was the 1930s, 40s, 50s, oh. 60s, 70s, 80s, and we had this. And this is why I tell people: Why are we complaining? Because we have technology. I'm talking to you from here, from Philly to Australia. I am able to have this really great conversation with you. We're we have video game systems. We have computers. We have all this technology. We got um, Postmates, Grubhub, all these yada 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 to accommodate us during this time. We have, all we ask is to wear a mask outside and how freaking hard is that? (laughs) To be fair though, to be fair, um, as great as having all this uh, access available, Mm -hmm. it can also, depending on the person obviously, can be quite a negative because you have, there's too much information. There are sometimes there's information that we would not have ever known and that would not have ever concerned us in general. Yeah. So it's like, and by getting that information, it's like you're not helping yourself or anybody else no, around you. You got you got to take it. You got to take it in moderation. Right. As opposed to like you use your head as well. Like think about it as opposed to just doing everything. But then they'll say the same for mm. you know the mask and everything. I'm just like it's simple. Just just, just put it on. Right. Like it's not gonna like that's not gonna hurt you. It's like but it's not doing anything. It's like. If it's not doing anything, then what does it matter? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what does it matter? You're fighting know. yourself. You're outsmarting yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Stay home then. Right. Exactly. Oh, well, but you can't stay home because it's boring. <laughs> How are you bored? Again, despite like the fact that you have that, probably multiple forms of entertainment in there. You have literally everything. That's why everyone's like, oh, I have Mato. Like, you know, I do miss hanging out and stuff. And I'm like, no, trust me. I'm the same. I miss going out and stuff but yeah 
I love being at home because I literally have everything that I want at home. Uh-huh. So it's weird. I don't know. It's I'm like, it sucks that I, you know, it sucks that you feel like you, you're missing the contact and stuff. But yeah. This is a little normal for me. I know that might be, that might actually sound more sad, but <laughs> we're all different, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I can't help it. No, definitely. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Right now, I want to, I want to give you the table to, uh, plug everything how your fans cool. and our followers can uh, find you go at it um i am at the chamba on most things like deviantart instagram twitter uh tumblr i think i'm on that too mm. um yeah you can pretty much just find my stuff by typing the chamba or jeffrey chamba cruise mm-hmm. uh i post daily on instagram i've got patreon as well um where you've got i post tons of stuff on that one right um so yeah if you want to like see new artwork or like help support me but also like get stuff as well like i draw (laughs) for people there as well so it's not just like oh yeah give me money for free it's like no no no, you're getting a ton of stuff like he works hard for money for that money (laughs) oh no because the thing is it's not mine until the person gets it right you know what i mean like that's why it's like with commissions and everything i'm like oh yeah this money that you've handed me it's not mine yeah until you receive your piece and you're happy with it, this is this is on the side. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I've got Patreon. I've got like a lot of stuff on YouTube that isn't on YouTube. It's kind of unlisted. So yeah. I've got tons of videos on that type of stuff. But um, yeah, I'm just I post daily on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to see some stuff, you probably go there. Oh, also on, also on Twitch. Ah. But I haven't I haven't streamed on Twitch in a while. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's just. I, I get, Every, you I, know, I get I, that I'm streaming. I find that we always have our uh, Achilles uh, platform, per se, in the sense that like we, we dominate on one platform, but it's always hard to start a whole new one, especially when we're trying to you know monitor every other platform that we have that's why I'm, i try not to go in too many platforms this is, I, I, and I, I i tend to suck at a lot of them <laughs> as far as uh, the reason why I'm not on Twitch as well it's mainly because i I feel like I need to be on, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to be streaming for, like, because I've, there are times where I'd stream for like 12 hours just drawing. Yeah. You know, and, but when I say I have to be on, I'm like, if people are watching, do they just, are they okay with just watching me look at the screen draw <laughs> like this? You know, like, that's not, is that fun at all? Like, I won't even commute. Like, I feel like I have to, have to host and entertain them as well as you gotta you gotta pull a jim lee again because jim lee will easily do that and i think he i think he does a great job as far as being able to illustrate and talk to people at the same time i'm fine with that yeah for for bits and pieces right right for, for, for within hours but i'm saying like if it's a if it's longer than six hours it gets difficult now sometimes i'll have like um i'll have i'll be talking to mates online as well at the yeah. same time and that I can go on and on. Right. But if I'm saying if it's just me at the camera, yeah, I've done like again on Patreon. I have like a an hour and a half videos of just me, basically doing a, a one man podcast whilst drawing a picture. Right. And that's me just talking to myself <laughs> essentially. And I find that weird. Like I don't really talk to myself. So talking to myself, explaining, it's like, oh yeah, this week I did blah blah blah, and I'm drawing this now. It's like, oh, what am I doing here? It's like that's just weird to me. I, right. I don't, I don't know how to do that and so i don't know i i think it also depends on the mood for the day it's right. like sometimes i'm like all right i gotta crank this out it's gotta get done but then like with stuff like that with like 
on the like the Patreon requests, I'm like, okay, I have to do this because mm-hmm. it's I've listed it as something that you get if you're, you know, right, exactly in that in that thing in that tier. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this regardless. Mm-hmm. So I may as well put effort into it if I'm gonna do it. Right, understood. So, uh, so, my friend, thank you so very much. Ladies Thanks and gentlemen, again. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode. On behalf of myself and Jeffrey, the Chamba Cruise, all I got to say it's is... Chamba, learned... actually. It's just Chamba now? It's just Chamba. No, no, it's always been just Chamba. I've seen times where you put the Chamba. No, no, it's at at the Chamba because I couldn't get at Chamba. Oh, I see the yes. gimmick. I yeah, see yeah. the gimmick. And I was like, that, that's why I'm like, <laughs> it's at the Chamba as the handle, but the actual nickname is just Chamba. Actually, I, I prefer Chamba better because the is just always, you know, it kind of... Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, it was never going to be the Chamba. It was yeah. only picked as that because on DeviantArt, someone already had Chamba. Mm-hmm. Instagram, somebody already had Chamba. And I'm like, come on, this is garbage. <laughs> so I'm like, screw this. I'm taking the Chamba everywhere that I can. Right. Gotcha. Well, in that case, on behalf of myself and Jeffrey Chamba Cruz, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here, people. Stay safe. And, of course, vote. Get it out of here. Thank you, Joe. Cheers. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.